When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Thursday and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Woo! Show. I am Anthony Totry, joined as always by the man, the myth, the big pokey, Shane Diefenbach. What is good? We are 14 days away from kickoff. We are 14 for, days away for Arizona State. Yes. And Kenny Dillingham getting ready to coach his very first game as the Sun Devil head coach. we got a jam-packed show for you guys today at the end of the show. Uh, Sparky tweeted at us. He's and in the studio. No, is he? Oh, okay, you liar. Yeah. He tweeted at us. Uh, he gave his thoughts and opinion on the the Big 12 mascots and our little tier list. So we'll see what Sparky had to say. What's little? Uh, it, you, it's why, a little tier list. Why are you demeaning our tier list? It's little. It's not very large, yeah, to is. say the least. Come on now. Uh, and also, we got an update on a former Arizona State running back signing with a new NFL team. That's a couple days old. But if you haven't heard the news, we'll get to that a little bit later on. And then you mentioned it just 14 days away from kickoff for Arizona State. So that means it is time for some Pac-12 preseason power rankings. We'll get into those. But you're talking like a like an SEO uh, headline generator. Am this I? Morning. Is that what yeah. I'm doing? Yeah. This morning. Arizona State Pac-12 preseason I, I just, I power you, rankings. I, I don't know what you want from the me. The Sun Devils down in Tempe, Arizona. You finished? Yeah, I'm done. Now. Okay, there you go. Uh, but we're going to kick things off as we've been doing a lot lately this week and chatting with some of our friends across the Big 12 uh, just to hear a little bit about the perception of Arizona State, and that's no different today. We're bringing on Justin Coos Walker out there in West Virginia covering the Mountaineers. Justin, thanks so much for taking the time today, man. Hey, pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me on. Of course, of well, course. Can I just get something out of the way first? Absolutely. Justin, are you close to the Appalachian Mountains, and are they as scary as people say they are? <laughs> they're not scary. They're beautiful. Okay. There you go. But yes, There's I no... am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin, I am first, in the <laughs> first and foremost, uh, I think when, when Arizona State made the move to the Big 12, it didn't take all but a couple hours for athletic director Ray Anderson to say something to piss people off. Uh, and it had to do with Morgantown, West Virginia. Did you hear the comments and the joke? And then what do you think about it? I did hear it. And I don't know why you guys couldn't rein, rein him in. I mean, you guys are supposed to have him under control, I thought, out there in Phoenix. <laughs> but uh, but no, it was, it was interesting to say the least. I did hear the, the interview, the full thing, so that I could get full context. And I... It was a joke, but I felt like it was in poor taste, uh, especially considering you're just coming into the conference. They're one of your conference mates. You will be playing them soon. Uh, just not not a good way to get off on the right foot with West Virginia fans and even Big 12 fans as a whole. Uh, when we had Big 12 fans from across the across the country coming to our defense after those comments by by Mr. Anderson. What are some things that ASU fans need to know about West Virginia coming into the conference next year? Bring a coat if the game is late in the year, number <laughs> one. <laughs> I'm sure it's a lot colder in Morgantown than it is in, in uh, Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, um, 
other than that, I mean, our fans are very passionate. We love our Mountaineers. Uh, if we're playing well, we will fill the stadium up, and we fill it up even when we're not many, you know, very often. Um, we like to tailgate. We like to have a good time, but we're also very cordial. Um, we, I don't know how many times I've seen West Virginia fans come up and welcome opposing fans to the stadium, shake their hands. I try to do that myself. Uh, I think you'll find us very welcoming. Um, and we just we just love our football in West Virginia, man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, while we're talking uh, West Virginia football, what do you think is the outlook for the Mountaineers this season? Depends on who you ask. I mean, nationally, nobody expects us to do anything. Most most outlets are predicting us to finish last in the Big Twelve. I'm a little bit I'm a little bit more optimistic. I think we'll be closer to middle of the pack in the conference. Um, you know, Neil Brown's on the hot seat, obviously, so he's got to, he he's has to win this year. We have question marks at quarterback. We don't know who the starter's going to be just yet. It's, it's between our veteran Garrett Green, who's been the backup for the last three years, or redshirt freshman Nico Markiel, who's a four-star recruit, who you guys probably know from out west there in, in, in Arizona because that's he's actually from Hamilton High School out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we're excited about it. Um, we've got a lot of experience coming back on the offensive line, but we've also lost a lot of guys to the portal again and had to replace those guys and – Anytime you do that, there's always a lot of question marks. So. Yeah. Well, from let's just erase what athletic director Ray Anderson had to say about Morgantown. <laughs> let's forget that for a second. Before those comments, what was and is your perception of ASU, not just as a football program, but kind of as a school in general, and what were your initial reactions to them joining the Big 12? I'm excited about it. I think, I mean, number one, you've got the city of Phoenix that we're bringing to the table, which I think is great for the league. You have – one of the largest enrollments, if not the largest enrollment in the country. We now have the Big 12 will now have the two largest in UCF and Arizona State, the schools with the two largest enrollments in the country. Uh, I think, I don't know if people understand how big that could be. That's, those are future fans, current and future fans to, that this conference will have watching TVs, watching games on Saturdays. So that's important. And I know Arizona State's had a good brand of football uh, over the years. I know they're going through some struggles now with the all field stuff with Herm and all that, but. I mean, I'm excited to have him in the league, um, to be honest with you. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of zooming out from Arizona State, just what are your thoughts on conference realignment and I guess the way that the last month has gone for both the Pac-12 and then the Big 12? Well, I mean, it couldn't be more different, right? Night and day, two opposite ends of the spectrum, as they say. As a Big 12 fan, and especially as a West Virginia fan, you got to realize we've been through conference realignment a lot now. Mm -hmm. We we were hung out to – out to dry almost in the Big East back in 2010. We, we found a home in the Big 12. Uh, we thought we were going to be hung out to dry again two years ago when Texas and Oklahoma announced they were leaving. Fortunately, they were able to save the conference by bringing in, you know, the four, three AAC and BYU. Um, and now to see the shoe on the other foot and see another conference going through this, I'm not dancing on anyone's grave, but it is definitely a sense of relief and excitement to know that your league is finally on the, on the, the good end of expansion instead of the, the bad end of expansion and getting yeah. teams taken from you. So uh, it's, it's an exciting time to be a big 12 fan. Yeah. Out of the newcomers, either the ones coming in this year or with ASU in 2024, who do you think you're most excited to travel to and just play in football? Well, I hope I get to travel uh, that far. I'd love to, I'd love to visit Phoenix. It's, it's definitely on my bucket list. Um, 
I'm going to have to say I'm going to have to say the Arizona schools, man, because I've always wanted to go to Arizona anyway. Uh, obviously, Cincinnati's a lot closer for us to travel to, so that's you know that's a, that's a plus. And then UCF, I can't leave them out. The city of Orlando is an awesome city, so I would say of the four new ones, I'm going to say UCF, and of the four coming next year, I'm going to say Arizona State because of the city of Phoenix. And I'm yeah. not being I'm not saying that just because you guys are uh, <laughs> because it's your show either. I do I do I would look, love to visit it sometime. I've heard good things about it. See, look, West Virginia fans coming, they're making friends, and Ray Anderson's out there making enemies. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's a tough, <laughs> tough look. Hey, you know what? I've, I've forgiven him. He, he apologized. He he talked to our AD, Ren Baker. They had a cordial conversation. I, I think it's all good now. He says I can't he looks, wait. Visit, looks forward to visiting. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for those first photos of him in Morgantown just, mm-hmm. to, just to see it because I think Big 12 fans all across are going to probably they're gonna go crazy. They're going to tweet up. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> What what are the odds they put Air, they make Arizona State travel to Morgantown for Game One in twenty twenty four? I would say high. <laughs> it just feels like something they would do. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Justin, last question before you get get you out of here. We've been talking a lot, obviously, about conference realignment. It's it's really dominating college athletics and college football specifically. But if any of these other conferences were to split up, I guess the rest of the Pac-12 or maybe if the Big 12 was to poach from the Mountain West or the ACC, what two schools would you like to see the Big 12 add again? I'm going to be biased in my answer. Is that okay? Totally fine. I want to see Virginia Tech and Pitt in the league mm. because that's their, West Virginia's two biggest rivals and because they're in our region, we can travel to the games. It's easier for the student athletes to travel to those games. And and rivalries are good for TV. Let's face it. So, I would love to see Virginia Tech and Pitt in the conference. And we need more teams from the eastern part of the country, anyway. In my opinion. Yeah, yeah I mean, we don't make sense, but I love when things make sense <laughs> geographically. So that's a good answer. Second about we don't make sense, or Arizona State and Arizona Both. don't make sense. Both. All of it. None of it makes sense. Nothing makes sense. Okay, Justin, thanks so much for taking the time to talk a little bit about West Virginia today, man. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you guys again for having me on. Yeah, no Have a good one, and we'll see you in twenty twenty four. Yes, sir. We'll see you. Hi, Shane. Um, We've talked to West Virginia. We have talked to Texas Tech. And we have talked to... I'm losing it right now. Is that it? I don't know. We talked to UCF. UCF as well. Um, Out of those three that we've talked to, which one gives you the most excitement looking to those matchups in 2024? Uh, those are, those, <laughs> you know, it's crazy. You know what? what's, those are the three cities that I've kind of been like eh, <laughs> the most next. The, uh, the next thing we need is an Iowa state podcast because we can, we can talk about that. Oh then. goodness. I don't know if they're, they're even going to want to. Um, I would say, you know, it's kind of like the ocean for me. I might be scared of it, but I want to go to West Virginia. <laughs> okay. I might be scared of it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna only go to Morgantown. <laughs> okay, that's uh, fair. I'm gonna I'm gonna take UCF. Yeah, give me I hear give, banjos. You gotta start paddling faster. Give me Orlando Glenn in the chat. Notice a trend of podcasts yesterday today. People like the rivalries. Uh, absolutely, it's mm-hmm. just and they love things that make sense. Right? Why, why do you think the UFC is so popular? It's fun to watch people fight. <sighs> yeah, that's absolutely fair. That's absolutely fair. Uh, guys, another thing that makes sense. Wink and you. It just it goes together like peanut butter and jelly, guys. Uh, Wink is just the perfect. Eat your heart out, Sean. Huh? So eat your heart out, Sean. Oh, God. Have peanut butter <laughs> and jelly. It's balanced. It's light. It's social, guys. Bubbly enough to work the room and bubbly enough to keep 
your wits. It is quite literally the perfect high, uh, especially for, for people that aren't necessarily big into edibles or just getting really, really high. Wink is the perfect amount to just kind of take the edge off. Uh, and they've got a, a sister product as well, Countdown. That is for people that maybe do like the high a little bit. Uh, Countdown is a nano, wow, I can't even say that. Emulsion? What is that word? Emulsion? Is emulsion? I can't even say that word, bro. That's crazy. Arizona State. Cannabis infused beverage that delivers no, this guy with a powerful flavor, guys. Available in either 2.5 milligram or 5 milligram cans. You can find Wink <laughs> right here in Arizona. Look for Wink at all Sunday goods, dispensaries in the Valley, uh, and dispensary in Tucson. Guys, they're now in 12 states nationwide and even recently launched online ordering and home delivery to about a dozen others. To find the fastest way to get your hands on one, go to drinkwink.com. I thought I, was, I thought I was going to look over there and see this like 13-letter word. I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Um, you know, do you remember Joe Alexander? You probably don't. Joe Alexander from West Virginia in like 2009. No, just one of the best bucket getters I ever watched. Chad, do you remember Joe Alexander? Played like three years. He's only good for like two years. Love me a good bucket getter, dude. He was a dog. yeah. He averaged 16 points. I don't know why I remember him so vividly. Anyway, he's he's awesome, and so is Factor. Factor meal kits, guys. I I was reading this ad copy before it, before we started, and my mouth started watering because I. Thought about their breakfast. I'd never gotten their breakfast, but I think I have to. Um, if you don't know what Factor is, it is the best meal kits in the world. Guys, if you need an extra boost to support your wellness goals this summer, try their Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more a serving. Plus, they have breakfast, as I talked about, um, and just a ton more stuff. So head over to factormeals.com slash phnxsundoubles50 and use code PHNX Sun Devils 50 to get 50% off. That's 50% off. Um, and that's code PHNX Sun Devils 50 at factormeals.com slash PHNX Sun Devils 50 to get 50% off. Yeah, Factor does taste really good. Those smoothies, those smoothies Slap. are so, so damn good. Uh, all right, Shane, let's go ahead and look at some of these Pac 12 preseason power rankings. Uh, before we get into it, was there any difficulty? For you and and maybe deciding who and what goes at the top. Um, There was difficulty in comparison from the last time we did this. Yeah. Because we did it in Vegas um, and we were in Vegas. So everything's easier to do in Vegas because it's just more fun to do in Vegas. I wish we were in Vegas right now, Anthony. Um, Can can you stop your, you got something. I'm going to, you just got an eyelash. I'm going (laughs) to, I just want to, I want to help you. No. Um, I don't, okay. I, I remember, I remember being blown away by your list last time. But I don't remember what I was blown away by. Um, so we'll see if I'm still blown away this time. Okay. Well, let's start with your list. Let's see your PAC 12 preseason power rankings. Uh, Shane, why don't you just go through and tell us your explanation for some of these? Yeah. I mean, this is a power ranking. This isn't a overall ranking. Like this isn't like a, uh, like I'm not ranking the team on skill. I'm ranking. It's a power ranking. Yeah. Utah is the best team in this conference. They won last year. They won the last two years and they Sorry. own USC. Like until USC can beat Utah, they're not. I think it would be unfair to, to give USC the top spot. And I know a lot of places have that. And for good reason. USC's unbelievably talented. They have yeah. a rating Heisman winner. They have a really good receiving core adding Dorian Singer and, and Tyreek Hill. Um, but their defense still just doesn't do it for me. And again, as I said, they have to dethrone Utah if they want that top spot. But they're definitely not number two still. So I got USC at two. And then I got Oregon at three. Um, a lot of people have Washington at two or three and Utah at three or four. Uh, I just don't see it. Like Washington has an awesome receiving core and a, and a really good quarterback in MPJ, but like 
I, I'm just not really sold on their repeated success. In last year, like their success was just underwhelming to me, even though they were spots away from the college football playoff. Like I just never felt like they were actually a threat. Um, so they're at four for me. And then DJU and Oregon State are at five. Uh, UCLA at six. I think their defense is going to be a lot better than people think this year. And then I got the Arizona schools seven and eight. After six, any of these uh, from seven to or from six to eleven, I feel like any of these schools could go anywhere. Genuinely, I do. Like Stanford is Stanford; they're going to stay at twelve. But anywhere (laughs) else, I feel like they could. Anybody could finish anywhere. Um, So take all of this with a grain of salt. Arizona at seven. Arizona State at eight. Just. I mean, I, what's the reasoning for that? Well, one? I had problems putting Arizona State higher than nine. Okay. Um, just because, again, it's power rankings for me. I think of what they did last year and how many places pieces they lost, and just the turnover. Look, I know I've seen it in practice, and I, I, I we we're way closer to this team than a lot of people are, and we know that they're going to be better than people think, but. Until like I see them put a full game together, it's just hard to rank them past eight. And then can we pull that back up? I'm sorry. Um, and so I, I have them at eight. And then Washington State, Colorado, Cal, like those are just Washington State. It, it depends on Cam Ward and the offensive line. Yeah. If, if the offensive line is good, they could be all the way up to five, I think. Um, but if it's not, they could go all the way down to eleven. Uh, and then Colorado, it's just they they're wearing social media handles on the back of their jerseys. Like I don't know. we'll see where they go. That's and tough. Cal at eleven. I, know, I thought what? you were a, you were a buyer for Cal. Well, the, I, people think they're going to be like the worst team ever. I, they're just going to be the second worst. No, team No, I think conference. they're going to be okay. I, I, Justin Wilcox, watch out. Four and eight, five and five and seven. Watch out. I don't know if that's watch out. That's like oh, we hit a bump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like no. anything crazy. Glenn in the chat. Shane might have the most fair, logical, and unbiased <laughs> list I ever saw. If I'm being honest, the only bias I have is toward Cam Rising, and that's because I love that man. It's hard not to like Cam Rising. I feel like when you when you look at quarterbacks in this conference, Cam Rising is a quarterback that he he doesn't get shit, but he is a guy that I feel like is so overlooked, and he's overlooked at the top of this conference by guys like Caleb Williams and Bo Nix, and then he's also overlooked by a newcomer in, in DJ Uyunglele. Uh, I I don't, I don't. I just feel like he's not the sexy well, quarterback no, 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 to talk no, no, no. about. Uh, he's not. He's not the sexy quarterback. I mean, he doesn't play sexy. He, you know, he he doesn't have a crazy deep ball. He's not. He don't, won't blow you away with that, his athleticism. But what you don't see is the heart. Like you, I mean, you see it. Like you can. Like his when he wants to get three yards and it's 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 first and or it's fourth and goal from the three. He's getting that three yards because he's putting his body on the line. He cares yeah. that much. But like you, you can't physically see it. You know, you, you you watch it unfold on the field, but you can't physically see it. And you see these, you know, these sexy throws by, you know, Michael Penix Jr. You see these crazy plays by Bo Nix. But I don't know if people are rating Bo Nix higher than, than even after last year's success. I don't know if people are are overlooking Cam Rising because of Bo Nix. I definitely think everyone's in the shadow of the the behemoth that is Caleb Williams. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I think all of these quarterbacks are kind of just in the the green room while Caleb Williams is accepting his trophies. I would have loved to see where people had Bo Nix in Oregon if Kenny was still the OC at Oregon. And how much of Man. the people buying into Oregon now in this in this conversation and, and Bo Nix in general without Kenny at the helm. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know how much higher they would have been able to go. A lot of people have them at three. Like, yeah. And that's where I have them. But like 
I'm not. There's no chance in hell. A lot of people have them over Utah, and I don't see how you have, have Washington Utah. over Oregon. Um, which it's again, just they, they did lose some pieces, um, but I, I yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think they would. They would be any higher. Just just because you're not putting them at, at two, you're just not. Yeah, the upper uh, echelon of this conference is quite clearly I Utah would, and USC. Yeah, I would love to see Oregon string together some really good seasons, though. Um, and I know it doesn't really matter because the pack is dead, but. Like, I, college football is fun when Oregon's good. No, you're just right. Is. You're absolutely right. Uh, let's go ahead and pull up my Pac-12 preseason power rankings. Uh, I have a different one than you do. I've got USC atop the oh, conference. You, dude, you hate Chip Kelly. I think you just hate the school of UCLA. <laughs> no. You didn't, you didn't put them on your, on your top 10 teams that... Uh, yeah, <laughs> you, hate, you hate UCLA. I don't hate UCLA. What did Mick Cronin do to you? Mick Cronin's an asshole. That's no, why he's not. He's yes, an he intense is. coach. He's not an asshole. Nah, he looks like a pinky. You never met him as what? He looks like a pinky. He does no, a pinky toe. Uh, USC at number one, and it's because they have the best player in all of college athletics yeah, right totally now. Totally fair. One and two, totally fair. Yeah, yeah. And again, Utah, this is this is tough for me because I think my argument even last month, I, I had Utah above USC and it was because Utah has won the conference the last two years. They've had USC's number and they have Kyle Whittingham, which I firmly believe is the best coach in this conference. But at the end of the day, it, it comes down to the fact that USC as the best player in this conference uh, in Caleb Williams, and it's just hard for me to not give them that top spot. But again, the defense is is was the big question mark last year, and I think it's the big question mark going into this season. Uh, so we'll obviously see what they can do from that standpoint. So Utah at number two. Again, I really love what Kyle Whittingham has done for this Utah football program, and I think that's why they're going to the Big 12. It's because it was a school that you know they have a lot to offer. Cam Rising obviously coming back uh, last year of eligibility for him. So I think it, it is going to be uh, a little bit of a prove it year for him. Not necessarily from a perspective of like, I need to show you what I've got. But it's like, I can be in this conversation of top quarterbacks in this conference and in the country. So I think that is certainly something we know what Utah's defense and their offensive line present uh, year in and year out. So there's definitely no question marks for them on that side. I've got Oregon at three. Well, there are question marks with injuries. With um, injuries. Because, you know, Cam Rising still rehabbing the ACL and and they had a pretty scary injury to their backup uh, in, in practice. So as Glenn points out, like, their backup's not struggling. He just got hurt bad, yeah. and their third string isn't great. So, have faith and in winning. And guess who they have? Week one, a team that I'm very high on in, in the University of Florida. Uh, even without Anthony Richardson, I think they're going to be pretty damn good. So it's going to be a hell of a game, to be honest with you. Uh, some of those games that we had last season to start the year were just so electric. That Florida State LSU game. Do you remember that? God, that yeah, was a lot of fun. Missed field goal. That was the worst day of my life. <laughs> I lost a lot of money. That's such a good game, though. Uh, I have Oregon at number three. Uh, Bucky! I, I have a really tough time putting them. Like, I think it is two and then a drop off and then three. Really? Yeah, I really do. I think Utah and USC are. Well, I think Utah and Oregon are like the same team. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm look. I love what Bo Nix uh, provides I think Utah, for Oregon. Oregon and Oregon, or Utah, Oregon, and Washington are all the same. Like, see, I don't believe. I'm not. I'm not in on the Washington hype yet. Uh, well, well, we'll I'm not in on do. them being a top ten team in the country, but I think they're going to be a good team. Yeah, and I think a good team this year in the Pac-12 means something different than it did last year to be a good team in the Pac-12. What, like top five? Yeah, I think top five is you are a you're in the AP top twenty five if you're a top five mm, team in this conference. I think top four. I mean, USC is in the AP. Yeah, four. There's four teams in the AP top twenty-five right now. 
But yeah, I mean, when it comes to yeah, yeah. Uh, so Oregon at three, Oregon State at four. Their defense was, I mean, phenomenal last year. If they even uh, bring back half of what they were able to do last year, and now they've added a quarterback in DJ Uyangalale from Clemson, uh, I, I think there's a lot to be excited about. If you're an Oregon State fan, uh, Sean talks about it. You've talked about it. Wouldn't be shocked if Oregon State uh, somehow ended up in the Pac-12 championship game, uh, just because it looks like they have the pieces to be a really good team. Um, in what looks like the, or not even what looks like, what will be the the final year of the, the Pac-12 as we know it. Uh, Washington at five. I know a lot of people have Washington in, in the top three of this conference, not just because of Michael Penix Jr., but the point that you brought up, their weapons on offense uh, are really, really strong. But for some reason, I'm just not a big believer in Washington football. Yeah, let's find that reason. What's that reason? What you said for some reason? What's the reason? For some reason, what's I'm that? just not. I'm just not a but, bit. But what's the reason? It might not even have to do with Washington. Washington. It might just be that I believe in those four teams above them a little bit more. Okay. I I like Oregon State's defense enough to put them over Washington. I like Bo Nix more than I like Mike, Michael Penix Jr. And then Utah and USC. They're self-explanatory. Why you they like would. Bo Nix more than you like Michael yeah. Penix Jr.? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think he. Gives I like more. Bo Nix as a person. Because he gives better answers than Michael Penix Jr. God, was he just a <laughs> yeah? He was tough to talk to. Rock. To he was tough to. to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he, did, <laughs> he was he, a rock. Yeah. Oh man, he talking to a rock. He did give a really good answer though by saying that Harry was like that for Pac-12 Hunger yeah. Games. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I have. This is where things got tough this for is, me. This is crazy. And this is so I've got Arizona State at six above Arizona, and I think that is going to irritate some people uh, because Arizona. Definitely got better. I'm and, fine with you having them above Arizona. I but just, you, but I just, having them at six? Just seeing Arizona State at six is pretty cool. I really like their roster, man. I, I really I mean, like their look, roster. I do too. Like, as I said, like, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm definitely not, not believing in this team. Like, I, I could see them doing, I could see them winning, realistically winning seven or eight games. Genuinely, yeah. I could because of how many home games they have. But I just need to see it happen. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. It, it is going to be. Very interesting, and you brought it up when you were explaining yours, right? They're from 6 to 11. This could all really shuffle around, and I think you're going to see that uh, pretty early on come conference play as these teams start to shuffle. Kelly Park said, I'd flip OSU in Washington. Well, Kelly, you want to go ahead and look at mine? I got you. <laughs> Dear pull God. My pull my Dear pull. God. I just wanted to make a... You just want to make a point. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Washington you go. above okay. Oregon go, State. Okay, to. we can go back to mine. I do have <laughs> Arizona at seven. I like what Jed Fish is building. I just need to see defensively uh, what this team looks like because defensively they were pretty horrendous last season. I got UCLA at, UCLA at eight. Uh, not a giant fan as to uh, of Chip Kelly. I don't really know who's starting at quarterback for the Bruins. I don't think they know who's starting at quarterback quite yet for the Bruins, if it's going to be Dante Moore uh, or who they had as a backup last season. Uh, I don't know. I'm just not a big believer in, in what UCLA No is Jake doing. Bobo anymore. Yeah, that's He's just, just, just showing out on the Seahawks. Yeah, I bet you they wish they had him still uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, I've got Washington State at nine. This has to do with the fact that they've lost pretty much their entire defensive staff to Arizona State. They lost a phenomenal player in Trey Brown uh, as well. And then... I don't know. The offense wasn't wildly impressive last season, but we'll see what Cam Ward uh, has to say about that this year. I've got Colorado and Dion Coach Prime Sanders at number 10. Uh, this is just realistically the highest that I can put a team that has been as bad as they were last season. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say about okay. Colorado. What? I just have to keep you in check sometimes. Okay. I'm sorry. Keep me in check. Say that sentence again. This is realistically the highest. I this can is put the highest that I can put a team that was as bad as they were last season. So why is Arizona State at six? 
because they were better than Colorado last season. They were they were four spots better, and they beat the shit out of Colorado. They did not beat the shit out. of They Colorado. did, but the last quarter of it. The if you look if you go back to the the stat broadcast and <laughs> I know. those last I few know. drives, the, the we game, watched that game. Yeah, the game did not feel close, but. Just said you got a team that was three and nine last year. I, I just, I just like to keep you in check. No, that's fair. I think Colorado could finish like eight, but I think that's probably the highest they could go. They have a really mm-hmm. tough schedule. Uh, Cal at eleven. I just not mad at your list at all. Yeah, and, and Stanford at twelve. I feel like I could have been more dramatic with some of these in, in their placement or more. What's the what's the word I'm looking for? Just out there. I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like we we did a both. Wow, dude, I can't fucking speak we both did a good job uh, of being realistic with our list glenn in the chat agreed nicks over Penix to get touches reasoning nice list as well dante more versus rashada for pac-12 freshman of the year uh kip tempe normal stop the Cavzona is better than you guys i don't i don't know if they are i think this is this is a year where these two teams look pretty similar i think well i just think it's crazy for either side to say they are 100 better than the other yeah it's We'll find out pretty quick. I think we'll find out who's who's the first real opponent that Arizona has to play. Because I would argue the first real opponent Arizona State has to play is Oklahoma State in week two. Mississippi State in week two. Okay, like, so they've got State, an I mean, Mississippi State's not Mississippi State. Don't go with Center for someone. But it's an SEC team and then a Big Twelve team. I think Mississippi State probably wipes the floor with Arizona. <laughs> it's an SEC team. The SEC is different. Even their worst teams are. They're the SEC. It's what they do. Uh, but yeah, guys, let us know in the comments what you think of these Pac-12 preseason power rankings and why you do that. I'm going to tell you about our friends over at Circle K. Stopped there this morning, got an energy drink, got a Gatorade Zero. Why? Because they've got such great deals over at Circle K, guys. They've got locations all over the valley and They've got some phenomenal deals. Buy power rate at four for five bucks and be entered and you could be one of 10 finalists entered to win a 2023 Ford Big Ben Bronco SUV. They've also got some great deals on energy drinks. Like I said, buy two, get one free monster energy drinks. And it is a thirsty Thursday. So why don't you stop at your Circle K and grab yourself a beatbox hard tea. Buy two, get one free. Now pull out your cell phone right now because we want to make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff that they've got over at Circle K. Right now, text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops. Guys, Circle K, go get it. Uh, Apparently, UCLA fans are saying that uh, Chase Griffin's going to start because he's worn the GoPro in the last two days of practice. I love that as so the reasoning. There's some there's some knowledge for you. Um, here's some more knowledge for you. Four Peaks, good beer, drink it. Woo! Great beer, yeah, drink it. Great beer. Uh, but on the super juicy kick, the Hazy is just the best beer ever. But I have it's like it's like if you listen to your favorite song like thirty times in a row, like do you risk the chance of getting sick of it? You're never gonna get sick of Four Peaks beer though. You can keep drinking and drinking it, but please do it responsibly, guys. Head over to the Eighth Street Pub, get yourself some tendies, get yourself some beer, get yourself some good vibes for the upcoming football season. Check out at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. As I say all the time, if you're in the mood for an airport beer, look no further than there pub slash brewery slash location inside of sky <laughs> harbor i couldn't it's not like it's not either of those things but it feels like it yeah um and they have you know they all got all your favorite beers there so make sure to go and get that but as i said you got to be 21 years or older to drink four peaks and please drink it responsibly clint in the chat actually i take it back you have a versus nau got to be their first real test if you know the history 
Uh, Kip saying, no, Mississippi State's not a threat. Hmm. They're running an NFL offense that runs the ball, and we will beat Tempe up north. Guess we'll see. Guess we'll see what happens. Um, want to get to Sparky. Sparky tweeted at us yesterday after we did our Big 12 tier list for mascots. So let's, if you missed yesterday's episode, this is the tier list that we had for the mascots. Uh, we had BYU's mascot, Cosmo the Cougar, and Arizona State Sparky in the S tier. Uh, we had Chip. We had the Super Frog, and we had Nitro in the A tier. We had Bruiser, Raider Red, and Big J in the B tier. We had Psy, um, Swoop, all the boys, Wilbur, Wilma, the Mountaineer, um, and then Cincinnati's mascot, all in the C tier. And then we had arguably the two scariest things on planet Earth, uh, Pistol Pete and Willie the Wildcat in the D tier. So we posted that on Twitter. It got people talking, and it got Sparky talking as well. This is the tweet that he had sent in relation to the the tier list saying move cosmo down to a sparky's the only s tier chip and nitro are fine in a super frog needs to be in b tier move up the jayhawks simply for his role and necessary roughness to b bruiser is c red raider good in b and move my boy swoop up to a wilbur in f tier yeah i agree with everything except for super frog being in b i think if anything he goes up He's in like a tier between A and S. That's you, a that's a, that's an elite mascot. I love the Super Frog. I really think we missed on Swoop. I think Swoop should have been higher. You think? Yeah. Swoop's pretty cool. You were the one that said you didn't like Swoop. Yeah, I I know. That's why I said we missed. Why is it a we? I think it's a you missed. No, you didn't argue with me. Just like I keep you accountable, you gotta keep me accountable. I I did. I'm pretty Anthony. sure I said I didn't want to argue with you. That's not keeping me accountable. It's giving up on me. I wasn't giving up on you. You just said I, I don't want to argue with you. That's giving is up. Is that giving up, Leah? If I said I don't want to argue yeah. with somebody, or is that's that not, being that's, not that's confrontational? Up and, no, that's no, that's not keeping him accountable. Yeah, that's giving that's up. giving up. Well, then what if you fight back? How much You're giving up right now. <laughs> Stop it. You just, oh. gotta, you just gotta fight back more. Up. I'm giving up. You're, you know, you're giving up. Right I, now. I, I <laughs> didn't like that at all. Okay. Um, uh, last thing before we get out of here, Tojo guys. Tojo and I snapped twice at the same time. That was pretty there. crazy that we did that. Well, we said the same thing too. Yeah. I don't know. It was had something to do with the Mariners game. Okay. Stop it. The Mountaineer is, as I said multiple times yesterday, just a man with a gun. Yeah. That's all. That's and a cool hat. Is it a cool hat or is it just a hat? It's a cool hat. As long as it's not real. What makes it cool? As long as the hat's not real? Yeah, as long as it's not made out of like an actual whatever, a raccoon or whatever they make those hats out of. I feel like that would make it so much cooler if it was made out of raccoon. No. No? Because you're killing an animal. It's a raccoon. Well, it's not It's not raccoons. It's a... What do they make those hats out of? Something sad. Something sad. It looks like a possum of I some see. sort. Leah, Leah's a taking badger. a closer it look. It kind of looks like a raccoon. Oh. Yeah, I think it might be a raccoon. Okay, well, still... No, this is me Ki keeping you accountable. No, okay. Y you killing animals for... No, no, no. I'm not saying killing animals. It's a raccoon. We're not out there killing endangered species. I know, but you're still killing an animal for, for style. What if it's already dead? What if it's roadkill? Then can you use it for... Yeah, hat? but that's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can. Roadkill hat. There sure. you go. There if you it's go. If the Mountaineer's hat is roadkill, he's an S tier. <laughs> That would be But if awesome. it's anything else, he's going down to F. Oh, goodness. Guys, Xavier Valade, 
He is a Pittsburgh Steeler. Yeah, I talked to Doug at practice. He was pretty juiced. Yeah, I mean, how could you not be juiced about Xavier Valade? Uh, I don't know why Houston cut him. It didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, I thought Xavier Valade was a running back that was overlooked um, in terms of the draft process. You know, that a lot, a lot of that has to do with the fact that he played out the entirety of his eligibility in college. Um, so he is a little bit more of a warm running back, especially if you look at all of the carries that he had, not only last year, but the time uh, at his previous university as well. But Xavier Valde, do you think he finds a way to earn a roster spot with the Pittsburgh Steelers? Um, I hope so. Yes, Claude. There's a David Crockett hat. I know that. Um, I, I, I I hope so. I, I mean, he's good enough to play on an NFL team. It's just... I, it's tough out there, man. Yeah. It's tough to make an NFL roster. If I had to say yes or no, I'd say yes. Okay. Just because of how much he was able to do. I mean, dude was... How many yards did he have last year? Like 1,500? He, he was... I mean, he was the ASU offense. Outside of Elijah Badger, he was the ASU offense. Oh, just a terrible offense. Yeah. God, that... I am so happy I don't have to watch that anymore. Xavier Valid. What is Glenn Thomas doing now? Did he get a job? Yeah, he's working out in and out. That's fucked up. That's yeah, fucked well, he up. still gets to wear the headset. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Come on, that was that was something. Again, no, it was good. I I'm, know, but you don't have to. But I want to because then this happens. And what happens? It only happens because you make it. Well, you make just it happen. Of it. If you would have just fist bumped me, and we could have been yeah, no, it. Well, yeah, yeah. So it's your fault. Well, it's again, as I say, like it's not an accomplishment for me. It's boring, but it's part of my life. Like I just like we can just continue on. Okay, well, I'm going to continue on and tell everybody at home about Shady Rays, guys. Uh, you could shop their entire collection at their brand new location, Kierlin Commons. A full-stop shop for all things Shady Rays. It is hot as hell outside, guys, and the sun is shining. So go grab your Shady Rays, whether that be uh, at the Kierlin Commons or online. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange them for a brand new pair or Return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. A little man just crawling <laughs> here and tell you a joke or something in the middle of that ad read. Hey, Bobby, <laughs> come here. Come here, Bobby. Come here. Everybody, leave, leave a, a like. like. Leave a like for Bobby and leave a like for the one, the only, the Bet MGM the Sportsbook. Bet, the Bet The Bet The Bet MGM. <laughs> Make sure you come out to all of our Cardinals games this year starting Saturday. Uh, we're going to be doing watch parties and pre post halftime shows from the Bet MGM Sportsbook. Down at State Farm Stadium. Got, you're allowed to touch me, but I'm not allowed to touch you. Seems a little unfair. Tyrant Anthony over here. Um, Tyrant Tony. All you, all you got to do if you want to take advantage of some free money today is sign up for BetMGM and use that bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live before our Arizona audience. Place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses. Today was George Kirby bump day. And the Mariners got a dub. I took them. Minus one and a half today. And you can take advantage of the next Kirby Bump Day 
on BetMGM. Check out the show notes for full details. I'm going to touch Tony. Now listen to me talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit mgm.com for terms and conditions u.s promotional offers not available in dc kansas nevada new york or ontario that's gonna do it for our show today <laughs> yes it is guys if you enjoyed the content today give us a follow at phnx underscore sun devils you can follow me uh, at anthony underscore totri you can follow big pokey at shane deef um trying not to acknowledge everything in the comments as always and uh, glenn phrasing semantics okay let's not let's not milk yeah. stuff we're going to see you guys tomorrow, Friday, same time, same place for a Friday fun day. Can I, can I do my thing again? Do your thing again. Trying to keep my co-host accountable as always, but not always succeeding. Not always succeeding. Bye. We're going to see you tomorrow. Peace.